Kitty runs a dance show. She arrives in Finland with the three best dancers to perform during the Christmas holidays. On the first day of their trip, Kitty was found unconscious in the hotel room. Doctors claim that someone had poisoned her. The police interrogate all the dancers. Kira says, My colleagues and I left the hotel early in the morning to explore the city, and Kitty stayed in the room for a conference call. I had a date with my online boyfriend, Mikkel. Pam says, I went to the beach to sunbathe and swim. When I returned, I saw Kitty on the floor. And April says, I went to the museum alone. Nobody wanted to join me. Who's lying? Pam, it's Christmas Eve, so it's too cold in Finland. She couldn't swim in the sea. Oh no! The police arrested Pam, and now Kira and April urgently need to find a new dancer for their show. They look through some profiles online and select these three ladies, Deborah, Sally, and Lily. But only one of them isn't fake. Can you guess who? Deborah's profile looks good, but take a closer look at the shadow in her picture. Her head is photoshopped to a different person's body, therefore, she's fake. And according to the third lady's birth date, she hasn't been born yet, so they should choose Sally. April, Kira, and Sally are performing in a music hall, but first, they go to the dressing room to prepare. Suddenly, the local security guard comes in and announces, Stay where you are! We have to recheck all the luggage! There's a runaway criminal among the actors. Here's the luggage left by four guys who are playing Santas. Can you spot the criminal? Santa never shaves, so the second luggage looks pretty suspicious because it has shaving cream. The remaining three Santas open their performance. They look absolutely identical in their costumes. After the show, they go backstage and take off their beards and hats to drink some coffee. This is Carl, Peter, and George. After the break, they put on the costumes again and go to the after party. Can you decide which one of them is Carl? Carl was mixing sugar in his coffee with his left hand. It means that he's left-handed. And this Santa signs an autograph with his left hand. Therefore, he's Carl. After work, Kira and April go to the local parade. Can you help them find a sheep among all these Santas? There it is. What about these reindeers? Can you see any bears among them? Hello? Kira and April enter a shopping mall and face four Santas buying gifts for their families. Meanwhile, the mall security guard receives a call from the police. A mysterious thief in a Santa suit has robbed multiple gift shops. They figured out that this mall should be next. The guard asks everybody to stay where they are. Can you help him find the criminal?
It's the third Santa. He's hiding a couple of crowbars in his bag. Also, his beard and mustache are different from the other Santas. Kira and April decide to throw a party in the hotel room. April decorates the room and sets up the Christmas tree. Meanwhile, Kira cooks dinner and prepares gifts for three people, Thomas, Sally, and Mikkel. The guests arrive and the party begins. At some point, they notice that someone has stolen all the gifts. Kira believes oh no. it must be one of the guests, so she questions everyone. Every guest makes two statements, one truth and one lie. Thomas says, I wasn't in the room when it happened. I know Mikkel stole the gifts. Sally says, Mikkel stole them. I saw it. I already have enough presents. And finally, Mikkel says, I didn't steal the gifts. Thomas tells the truth. He wasn't in the room. Who stole the Christmas gifts? If Thomas is the thief, both of his statements would have been false. And if Mikkel is the thief, then all of Thomas's statements would have been true. Therefore, Sally stole the gifts. Frank is staying in a hotel room next to Kira. The day before Christmas Eve, she knocks on his door to borrow some toothpaste. The door is open and Frank oh, no. is lying unconscious on the floor. Later that day, doctors figured out that he was poisoned. Kira questions three people. All of them are Frank's roommates. Jeff says, Today I've had dinner with my girlfriend. I only saw Frank in the morning and he was feeling great. Thomas says, We had breakfast with Frank in his room this morning. He was in a great mood. And Ellie says, I've just returned. I had to buy gifts for my family, so I've been shopping all day. Who poisoned Frank? The screensaver is out of date. Frank left a hint with his enemy's name. It was Thomas. Kira, April, Mikkel, and Frank rent a cozy country house to celebrate Christmas. April bakes gingerbread men cookies and leaves them to cool down on the kitchen table. She hasn't applied the frosting yet. So, she asks the others to stay away from the cookies. April goes upstairs to change. In 10 minutes, she returns and sees that oh, someone no. took a bit off every cookie. April gets furious. She asks the others, What were you doing within the last 10 minutes? Mikkel replies, I was building a snowman outside. I have no idea what was going on in the house. Frank says, I was decorating the Christmas tree with these balls. And Kira replies, I was watching my favorite movie in the bedroom. It was so loud that I didn't hear anything. April already knows who's lying. What about you? Frank is lying. There is no balls on the tree. Santa comes home earlier and finds his elf Bobby on the sofa. He's bewitched by an eternal sleep spell. Santa asks the other elf, Chuck, a question. What happened here? Only you two were at home. Chuck replies, We were packing the gifts and decided to have a lunch break. Suddenly, I heard a loud sound outdoors and ran out to see what was up. I spent about 20 minutes there. And then I returned back home. Bobby was already unconscious. Santa calls Chuck a liar. Why?
Chuck said he spent 20 minutes outdoors, but the coffee cups are still hot. He bewitched Bobby and staged the scene. Kira comes home to her family's house. She's looking forward to eating the walnut cookies she bought at the airport, but she has to eat them outside because her mother is allergic to all types of nuts. After a while, Kira looks inside her bag and sees that all the cookies are gone. Kira suspects her brothers, so she asks, Who ate my cookies? Dylan replies, I was making apple pie with mom. Paul says, I was decorating the living room. Kevin says, I was making a sandwich with peanut butter for mom. And Ralph says, I was just watching the TV and eating my popcorn. Now Kira knows who took her cookies. What about you? Kevin is lying. They have the same mother, and as we mentioned earlier, she's allergic to all nuts. During the family dinner, Dylan receives an email and begins to cry. Kira asks, what's wrong? Dylan replies, I'm a beginner photographer, and I've sent my best picture to the photo contest. I was expecting to win the first prize, but they disqualified me. Can you figure out why just by looking at this picture? The stars are over the moon. It's impossible. Kira is looking for her mother all over the house, but someone used black magic to turn oh, no. her into a statue. There's a note nearby. It only has a question mark written with green pencil. Kira decides to question the green family next door. Zelda says, I was painting in the attic as usual. Oliver says, I was cooking soup for my family. Mark says, I was looking for my missing cat downtown. And Wanda says, I was playing video games in the basement and heard nothing. Who cursed Kira's mom? The clue literally says, question mark green. Alan is a famous scientist. He invented a special potion that awakens superpowers in humans. One night, he was having a secret Zoom conference with his colleagues. Alan's assistant, Betty, entered the office and brought him some coffee. In a while, Alan said goodbye to his colleagues and fired Betty. Why? She poured poison into his mug. Alan saw her reactions because the front camera on his laptop was working. Later that day, Alan went to the basement where he kept his secret invention. Unfortunately, someone broke into his safe and stole the potion. Alan interrogated three of his co-workers in the building. Will said, Sorry bro, I've spent the last 24 hours watching rats for my research. Peter said, I didn't even know they had a basement. You're full of surprises, man. And Diana said, I think we heard weird noises from your office two hours ago. Who stole the potion? Peter. Take a look at his legs. He's levitating. When Peter was exposed, he took off into the sky and escaped. Alan headed to the parking lot, but someone had stolen his car. He called the police and found it across the street. 
the thief hit a tree and escaped. The police interviewed three suspects. Lily said, I'm a courier. I came here to deliver food for the lab workers. Nina said, I'm from a cleaning company. I'm here to clean, not steal cars. Bob said, I parked my car to get some coffee. I didn't see any crimes. Can you guess who stole the car? Nina. Look at her watch. It's broken. And the black glass fragments are still in the car. Alan came home. Someone broke into his house and stole a laptop with secret information. Alan interrogated three of his neighbors. Rosie said, You might think I'm crazy, but I saw a flying man outside your house. Nick said, I spent all day in the garden picking apples. I didn't see anything suspicious. And Zoe said, I was at a shopping mall with a friend and just arrived. Who lied? Zoe said that she had been shopping but didn't carry any bags. Suspicious, but possible. Meanwhile, Nick said that he'd been picking apples, but all the apples in the garden are still on the trees. So the liar is Nick. Alan went to the airport to take a flight to Argentina. He wanted to consult with his colleagues about Peter, but there were a lot of people who wanted to fly away too. Online booking stopped working, so there was a long queue. Alan is the 20th from the bottom in a line of 100 passengers. What's his position at the top of the queue? The position of passengers standing higher in the queue is 100 minus 20 equals 80. Therefore, Alan's position from the top is 80 plus 1 equals 81. After purchasing a ticket, Alan headed to the public toilet. A woman stopped him at the entrance and said, Sir, can you please tell my husband to hurry up? His boss is calling him and it's urgent. Alan agreed, went into the toilet and looked at the stalls. He found the woman's husband right away just by looking at his feet. What about you? The guy on the left is her husband. They have similar tattoos. Finally, Alan got on a plane and flew from New York to Argentina. It took him 10 and a half hours to reach the final destination. After spending three days in Argentina, Alan flew back home. However, it took 630 minutes this time, even though the plane flew at the same speed. Can you guess why? Ten and a half hours are the same as 630 minutes. After getting home, Alan noticed Peter running away through the backyard. Alan followed him, but Peter was too fast. Suddenly, Alan saw his motorbike in the parking lot. He questioned four people standing nearby. Hey guys, whose motorbike is this? I need to borrow it. But all four people replied, it's mine. Alan took a closer look at the vehicle and quickly figured out the owner. What about you? The third guy is the owner. He's the only person who's not wearing or holding a helmet. His helmet is attached to the bike. 
Alan hit the road. He wanted to get to his lab to make an antidote for Peter as soon as possible. There are four possible ways to get there. Can you guess which way is the shortest? The fourth one. The trick to solving this maze quickly is to start drawing from the end. Someone filled Alan's lab with sleeping gas. He passed out and woke up in a creepy basement. Alan found four doors leading outside. He has only one chance to escape. He won't be able to use the doors again. Behind the first door, there's a water-filled room swarming with sharks. The second door leads to the room filled with a spider's web. The third door hides a space where scorpions are falling from the ceiling. And the fourth door is hiding hungry lions. Which door is more or less safe to enter? Alan should choose the second door. Although crawling through spiderwebs might be gross, he'll be okay. Alan arrived at Peter's house. Peter lives with two roommates, his friend Sam and his brother George. Can you guess which one of these bedrooms belongs to Peter? George is the only one who's holding a laptop in his hands. Therefore, his bedroom is the first room that doesn't have a laptop. See this pillow with red hair in the third room? It looks just like Sam's hair color, so it's probably his bedroom. Therefore, Peter lives in the second room. Peter apologized to Alan for stealing his invention and asked him not to call the police. Alan offered Peter to play a game. He gave Peter 100 pills. 50 red and 50 blue, and two empty boxes. Alan said, I will leave the room for a while, and I'll need you to place all the pills in two boxes. When I come back, I'll draw a pill from any of the two boxes, and if the pill's blue, I'll forgive you. Keep in mind that no box can be empty, and you gotta place all 100 pills in one of the two boxes. Good luck. How can Peter raise his chances of winning? He should put one blue pill in one box and the other 99 pills in the second box. This way, the chances are 50-50. The next day, Alan decided to explore an abandoned hospital. One week ago, the locals reported some strange sounds coming from this house. And some people saw a ghost wearing a wedding dress. As soon as he entered the building, he heard screams from the attic. Alan walked upstairs and found a wedding dress in a closet nearby. The music speaker replayed creepy sounds over and over again. Alan found three neighbors and asked them one similar question. What did you do one week ago? Chuck said, I was on a business trip in London for a month. I came back today. Sarah said, This dress is not mine. I got married in a red one. It suits me much more. And Wendy said, I'm a doctor. I had many duties in the hospital that day. Who's lying? Sarah, Alan didn't mention the dress, but she started making excuses anyway. Peter was fond of collecting rare coins. When he was 20 years old, he bought a special box to collect his coins. On his every birthday, he put 250 coins in the box. Meanwhile, his sister, who
who is also fond of collecting coins, took out 50 coins from Peter's box on her birthday. Peter was very surprised at his 60th anniversary when he opened his box. There were only 500 coins inside. How can this be possible? Peter was born on February 29th. Thus, he put 250 coins every four years. In 40 years, he put the coins in only 10 times, making a total of 2,500 coins. His sister was born on any other day, and she took out 50 coins from the box 40 times, which means she took out 2,000 items. Therefore, after 40 years, Peter's box only had 500 coins.